In today's solo, I'm going to talk about something near and dear to my heart, which is how to make sure that you're never fat again. <laughs> it's a metaphor, so you really want to check it out. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. Your new life is going to cost you your old one. Brianna Wiest. DZ Tribe Josh Thomas. I'm happy to be here with you today to talk about being fat. And I'm not going to call anybody here fat, but I'm going to use the word fatty. And I think that I have earned the right to use the word fatty because I'm talking about myself. I'm not fat currently, but I have been in the past. And maybe if you're listening to this, maybe you've been fat in the past. Maybe you're fat right now. Either way, doesn't matter. I don't want you to take offense to what I'm about to share. But I do want you to pay attention to the message that I'm trying to relay. Because it matters whether you used to be fat you're currently fat. You've never been fat in your life. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. What matters is the message and the lesson that I'm trying to relay today. Because you got to clean out your closet. That quote was chosen for a reason. If you want to create a new life, it's going to cost you your old one, which means that you can have no connections whatsoever to that old life. You have to completely cut ties and let it die. So here's what I'm getting at. If you used to be fat and you lost a bunch of weight, all of a sudden you got a bunch of clothes that don't fit. What do you do with them? Some of them you just bought. Some of them are still in style. Some of them maybe you've never even worn or you just tried on once. What you have to do is you got to clean out your closet. You got to take every single one of those pieces of clothing, those articles, those reminders of who you used to be and get them out of your life. You can take them to Goodwill. You can sell them on the Facebook marketplace. You can throw them in the trash. You can stick them out on the curb. It doesn't matter. What matters is that they need to stop existing in your reality. And this is a metaphor, so I want you to pay close attention I'm not necessarily talking about cleaning out your clothes after you lose weight. I want you to think about other ways that this applies in your life. And the reason for that is because if you hang on to those clothes, you hang on to that fat person. If you hang on to something you used to be, you never really stop being that thing. If you bought furniture coming out of college for your first apartment and you're carrying that furniture with you into your house where you're 45 years old and you're married with kids. You never stopped being that broke college kid and you never got out of that mindset. You never truly grew up. You have to divorce yourself from who you used to be and let them go off and do 
whatever it is that they were supposed to do, but you are no longer tied to that timeline. Because if you leave yourself any opening, human beings, our brains, they are wired, hardwired for comfort, the path of least resistance. And if you grew up poor and fat, the path of least resistance is to be poor and fat. And that's why we struggle with it so much. That's why I struggled with it. My entire life I've been chubby, I guess. And it got so bad, I'll tell you really quick, it got so bad, I remember a moment in 2004 that my pants were getting tight. And my waist size at the time was 38. And my breaking point was having to go to the store and start looking at pants that had a 40 waist. And that, for me, was a limit that I was not willing to cross. You may or may not have that limit. You may or may not be above 40. It doesn't matter. I'm not judging you. You have your own limits. You have your own problems and struggles. And maybe what your weight currently is or was is not something that's all that important to you. That's okay. I'm making no judgment call about your current appearance. I'm talking about me. For me, getting to that 40 waist, I'm five foot nine. That would make me, you know, a little bit rounder than I would want to be. That's when I realized I've got a problem and doing nothing about that problem is not going to fix it. So what do I have to do? I have to do something. And so that's when, and also I saw a picture. My mom actually saw this picture. She hadn't seen me much. And she was watching this video of me out there doing something. And and she was like, who is that person? I don't recognize him. And then she realized, oh, that's my son. And I was just like this big puffy ball. And she pointed that out to me at one point. And I said, okay, i got to change. But what do I do to change? I have to leave behind the fat person. I have to leave behind that person that I used to be. And who is that person? Well, that person decides to eat emotionally. That person decides that whenever they're hungry, they're going to go chow down at the burger place. That person decides that, yeah, that sixth or seventh or eighth cocktail is just fine. That person decides that, you know, big breakfast, big brunch, big lunch, big snacks, big dinner, big ice cream, big milkshakes every single day. Why? I don't know. Because my inner eight-year-old child is yearning for acceptance and attention, and this is soothing and pacifying me? I don't know. But what matters is, if I want a new life, if I want a new identity, I have to let that one go, and I have to clean out my closet. And so I started changing my lifestyle. I started eating less food. I started moving more. And what what happened is I started losing weight. And as I started losing weight, I realized, well, my clothes don't fit so well. But I couldn't let them go because, you know, well, I just bought this shirt. And, you know, it costs a lot of money. And I bought a suit. Suits are expensive. 
I have this suit here, and it was several hundred dollars, but it didn't fit me. But I hung on to it because I thought, well, maybe if I gain a bunch of weight again, then it'll fit me again. That's the stupidest fucking thing that I could have ever thought or believed in my life. (laughs) That's the ridiculous. Like, I was happy with where I was, with my weight and my appearance. And I thought to myself, I can't get rid of this suit because, well, in case I might gain some weight back, then this will fit. And if I get rid of it and I gain the weight back, then I'll have to go and spend more money. That's ridiculous. That's keeping the fat person in my life. That's keeping me fat mentally. Even though my body didn't reflect it, my brain still saw me that way. My brain still realized, you know what? You can't. You're not capable of this. This isn't something you'll be able to sustain. You're going to go right back into your comfort zone. You're going to go right back to that cheeseburger. You're going to go right back to that milkshake. And you're going to go right back to that suit. And it's going to fit you like a champ. So eventually I had to realize, you know what? I'm not going to let that person come back. It's going to cost me that old life. I let that suit go. I let those shirts go. I let those pants go. I let all of those things go. And that was stressful. But at the same time, it was liberating. And it goes into other facets of your life as well. If you've been in a relationship that didn't work out, and you shared a home together for many years, it's very difficult to change the aura or the vibe of that household that you created with the other person. Very, very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that you should set your house on fire or move out or whatever, but certainly it's worth figuring out how do I reclaim this and make sure that the dead person is no longer haunting me? How do I get them out of my life? How do I clean my closet out? I want you to really think about that. If you were poor and you have things that you bought when you were poor and you're no longer poor, Well, you have to make a tough decision on, do I keep this because it is useful and meaningful to me? Or am I just keeping it because of the insecurity that maybe I might be poor again? And that's hanging on and keeping alive and breathing life into that person that is no longer serving you. Who is serving you now? Who will serve your future? Is it who you used to be? Or is it who you are now? Or is it who you're capable of being, perhaps? There's no right or wrong answer here. But you have to understand. Being a fat person never goes away unless you kill that fat person. Because they'll always come back. The way I kill the fat person is I clean my closet out. And I keep that weight off forever. And that goes for my life my family, my friends, my career, my community, and anything that I surround myself with. If it no longer serves me, it has to go. And it has to 100% go. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. And I'm not even saying that you have to be crash 
or rude or harsh or any of those things. Crass, not crash. You don't have to be a mean person. You just have to realize that some things need to just be chopped off and left to die. Because if you don't, you're going to go right back to them. Because our brains are wired to follow the path of least resistance. Our brains are wired to seek the most comfortable situation for us at all times, to conserve energy. It is a physiological need that runs in contra to our best interests. What we are trying to do is avoid pain and discomfort because that's what our lizard brains are teaching us. And what we have to do is we have to embrace the fact that that comfort zone, that warm blanket that we wrap around of the way things used to be and that nostalgia, that's not serving us anymore. Have you ever thought, man, back in the good old days, things used to be better. People used to treat people nicer. People used to be more respectful. You know, politics just wasn't so divisive. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever heard it? Have you ever said it? I don't know if you realize this or not, but people have always been assholes. Politics has always been divisive. Just watch Hamilton, okay? If you don't want to go and like read the history books, watch Hamilton. They were pissed at each other constantly. And it was mostly just because they were on different sides of the aisle. And that was like 250 years ago. People have always been assholes. People have always been murderers. People have always been rapists and killers. And they've always said things that were rude or harsh or crass. People have always been disrespectful. People have always been racists. None of that's changed in the last 20, 30, 40 years since whenever the good old days were in your mind. What's changed is your brain has selectively filtered out all of the negative situations that you used to have, with a few exceptions, trauma and that sort of thing. But general memories, it scrubs out all of the negative stuff and only serves up good things because good things make you feel good. Good things make you comfortable. Good things take less energy to process because they cause less stress. Your brain is actively filtering out the negativity that you have faced your entire life. And so when you think about the good old days, they weren't actually that good. You're just remembering the good part of the the old days. Think about that. And think about why your closet's still full of clothes that don't fit you. Then get rid of them. Throw them in the trash. Put them on the curb. Take them to Goodwill or Salvation Army. Sell them on Facebook, Marketplace, whatever you need to do. But you need to rid yourself of everything of that former life so that you have no way to go back. And you need to, you need to tell yourself, go look in the mirror as soon as this episode is over and say, I am who I am today. I am no longer who I was. I am who I am today. I am no longer who I was. That's going to do it for this episode of the Do Zone Solos. If you've got a topic that you want me to discuss on a future episode, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Josh Thomas 80. 
I really appreciate anybody who can share this episode with somebody who really needs to hear it. Until next time, go get something done. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. If you know somebody who needs to hear this message, share it with them. Text them, email them, send them a DM on social media, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever. Be sure to tag us at the Do Zone. Also, keep the five-star written reviews coming over on iTunes. That helps new people find the show, hear it, and get themselves into the Do Zone as well. And always remember, the road to success is paved with imperfect action. So what are you waiting for? Go do something already. See you next time.